We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Uh, be Nation, welcome back to another edition of the Irish Breakdown Podcast. It is Wednesday, November 1st. We're now November. I'm sitting here in beautiful South Bend, Indiana. Actually, we're in Granger, Indiana. And uh, kind of woke up to another a day of snow on the ground. So it's definitely getting to that time of the year. It's November football weather in the north. But Notre Dame will not be playing in the north this weekend. Notre Dame is heading down south. They are heading down to Clemson, South Carolina to take on the Tigers of Clemson. A uh, bit of a uh, an intriguing sort of mini rivalry we've talked about recently in the last few years. Notre Dame and Clemson had only played twice prior to uh, their meeting in 2015, and which uh, was obviously part of the the ACC deal that the Notre, that Notre Dame had signed a couple times before. They had met uh, in the 70s. Clemson won in 19 or excuse me, Notre Dame won in 1977 a year in which the Irish eventually went on to win a national championship. Clemson got payback a a year later or two years later in 1979 with a 16 to 10 victory. And then of course they played in 2015. Clemson won that game. Notre Dame had a chance to tie it at the end. A two point conversion attempt fell short. Clemson won again in 2018 in the cotton bowl, which was a playoff semifinal game, a competitive game for the first two quarters turned into a bit of a, Bit of a blowout in the second half as Notre Dame's offense could really never get anything going. They played two years later at home. This was the uh, first time they'd played each other in over 30 years in Notre Dame Stadium, and actually over 40 years in Notre Dame Stadium. And Notre Dame won 47 to 40 in overtime. Rematch later that year in the ACC title game. The Tigers won 34 to 10. And then, of course, last year, Notre Dame and Clemson played last season in Notre Dame Stadium in a game that Notre Dame dominated, 35-14. to 14. It was 28-0 at one point in time before the Tigers finally got on the board. And now we are here in 2023 with another matchup. And it's the first time these two teams have played each other in back-to-back seasons for quite some time. Uh, actually, first time ever that they've played each other in back-to-back seasons. And, and it's a huge game for both teams. You know, Ryan and I talked about this on, on the Tuesday show, where Notre Dame's playing – you know they're 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 playing for building your resume. They came out last night ranked 15th in the college football playoff rankings. And if Notre Dame wants to get to a New Year's Six Bowl, they've got to climb up the rankings. Clemson, on the other hand, is not ranked in the top 25, which is just so weird to say because of just how steady this program has been, even before the the title run. You know, even in the Taj Boyd years, you you knew they weren't title contenders, but you knew that you know Clemson was going to win 10 plus games a year. You just knew that they were going to be that. And now Clemson's in a situation where they're four and four and they're fighting for their lives. And that's what's at stake this weekend. The Tigers are going to come out in this game. And and I'm I absolutely expect Notre Dame needs to expect that this team is going to be fired up and you're going to get the best shot they have. You're going to get the team that looked a lot, I believe, you're going to get the team that we saw take on Florida State or better uh, in this game. Obviously, Cade Klubnik has more and more experience, and, and some of the young players they do have now have more experience from that game. You're going to get that team, I believe, more than you're going to get the team we saw the last two weeks in losses to Miami and NC State because, you know, this is a program with a lot of pride. 
this is a program with a lot of talent. And if you looked at the recruiting breakdown that I did this morning, you know, it shows that if you're someone who believes in in recruiting rankings sort of being the end all be all, I'm just going to pop that up a little bit. Let's have some fun breaking that down a little bit while we're while we're talking. But if you're someone who believes in, in you know, the, the recruiting rankings being the uh, the way to judge a, a, the talent of a football team, then, you, you know, this is a matchup that you should be somewhat concerned about. And let's just kind of quickly look at it here real quick. This is from the uh, irishbreakdown.com website. And when you look at it, obviously Clemson, their, their defense against their name offense, they have two five-star players in their starting lineup. You look at their front seven, a lot of highly ranked players in that front seven, no five stars on the Notre Dame side. They've got two five-star freshmen coming off the bench in that matchup. When you look at the other side of the ball and you look at the matchup between Notre Dame uh, defensively and the Clemson offense, for all the struggles that Clemson's had this year offensively, you know, this is a football team that's been able to, you know, recruit highly ranked players, you know, three, five, two, three, five stars in their starting lineup. Uh, assuming Will Shipley plays, and if Will Shipley doesn't play, the guy that backs him up, Phil Moffa, was a top 200, four-star top 200 recruit coming out of high school as well. So, you know, if you're if you're someone that puts a lot on recruiting rankings, then this is this is a good football team. This is a dangerous football team, and, and one that Notre Dame is going to have to be prepared for. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What you have to avoid if you're Notre Dame, this is not the game that that you know Clemson gets back on track, that Clemson figures it out. This can't be that game. You've got to come out and, and put this team football team away early and, and, and get that win because Notre Dame has a lot at stake, but so does Clemson. If they lose this game, it, they could be fighting for a bull berth, much less anything more than that. So I fully expect Notre Dame to get Clemson's best, and Clemson's best is dangerous. There's no doubt about it. Now, should Notre Dame win this football game? Yes, absolutely they should win this football game. There's no doubt about it. I'm not considering spin it to you that beating Clemson should vault Notre Dame up 10 spots in the college football playoff rankings because this is not a vintage Clemson football team. Nobody will make that argument, but this is still a good football team and a dangerous football team. And we're going to break down several aspects of this game in today's midweek rundown. Going to talk about the matchups that matter, but I'm going to do it, put a little different spin on it this weekend because of how I'm looking at this game is just very different. Then we'll get into a, a breakdown of game wreckers. And, you know, we kind of talk about what Notre Dame players need to step up for Notre Dame this week. And we'll talk about that, but we're going to look at it from, from, from a different viewpoint. We're going to talk a little about game wreckers and, and who are the Notre Dame players that have a chance to wreck the game. And, and, and game wreckers are basically guys that can make big plays, take over games, and, and, and the guys you have to have step up and be that kind of money player in a big game to win a big game. And this is a big game for both teams and who the players are for Notre Dame to need to be that, but then also who the players for Clemson are that, that, that can be that, and the Notre Dame players are going to be responsible for making sure that doesn't happen. Then we'll talk a little bit of recruiting, depending on the time, but right now my plan is to talk a little bit about the 2024 class and talk about you know who are the game wreckers that, that in that class that can come in and be that type of player on a consistent basis, if we have some time for that. And then I am going to also break down the big games from the weekend, uh, that are going to be coming up this weekend. There's a lot of games that I'm very interested in. You know, we're going to talk Kansas State at Texas. We're going to talk about Missouri at Georgia. We're going to talk about Oklahoma at Oklahoma State. So we'll talk a little bedlam 
We'll talk Maryland and Penn State this weekend as well. It's in a very intriguing game for me. I have some some thoughts on that. Washington at USC, and then, of course, LSU at Alabama. So we'll break those down at the end as well. So uh, ma- no mailbag today because of a, a lot of the different topics. And honestly, I just uh, I got a little trying to do mailbags. It tends to distract me. I get focused on the wrong things, and so then I it, it's harder to just have a really good flow. So I am not going to do a mailbag today. I will answer any super chats that you guys have. We already had one that I'm really fired up. Obviously, he's got you fired up, Raymond Hartman. Raymond Harton uh, with the super chat. Thank you, Raymond. Go Irish, beat Clemson, because that's really ultimately, folks, what it is all about this weekend. Just a final little heads up before we dive into the specific topics. At the end of each segment, I am going to run sort of the countdown just because I need, I just, it gives me a chance to kind of get my notes set for the second segment, catch my breath a little bit, and then we'll rock and roll into each segment. So there will be like little 30 second breaks in between each second, 30 seconds to a minute breaks in between each segment. So if you randomly see, if you jump in or jump back in and you see the countdown, that's what that countdown is for. So uh, I just wanted to give you guys a chance to understand what we're going to do, but I think this is going to be a really, really fun show. I want to kick the show off talking about the matchups that matter. And and here's how I'm going to do it today. It's going to be a little bit different. Normally, I would go rush offense versus rush defense on both sides, pass offense, pass defense on both sides. But as I break this game down and I break down these two teams, it's really it's really fascinating to look at how similar they are in so many different ways. They're both big-time defenses this year whose offenses at times have been the reason for losses and 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 whose offenses haven't always stepped up to the plate in some big moments, whose special teams have not always stepped up to the plate in big moments, but also offensive teams that have talent at certain spots, that have potential in certain spots, that have the ability to, when they're right, really put up some good yards and move the football, but for whatever reason, and it's different for both teams, are unable to, to take that big step. Now, Notre Dame has had the last couple weeks offensively has certainly taken some steps forward, but it is really fascinating. And and so the way I'm going to look at this, so that way we're just not kind of being monotonous and doing the same thing week after week is, you know, sometimes there's just a little bit of a different way to look at it. And and the way that I want to look at it this week is first and foremost, comparing the strengths and the weaknesses of this football team and talking about how, how similar they are. And then also looking at it from a, of this part of the Notre Dame team needs to outshine that part of Clemson because even from a reputation standpoint, I would argue that Clemson right now uh, has a better reputation still right now than Notre Dame defensively. And you're you're going to see this is a really good Clemson football team, but all, I think it's a better Notre Dame football team. And, and we'll dive into all of that during these segments. So I'm actually going to compare the similar units, the units that are the same, and and dive into it that way. And then at the end, I will take one Notre Dame versus Clemson matchup. So I'll take the Notre Dame pass offense against the Clemson pass defense and why that's such a huge matchup. And on the other side of the ball, the Notre Dame rush defense against the Clemson rush offense and why that is such a big part of it. So we're going to we're going to look at it differently because I am really fascinated by just how close these teams are, by how similar these two teams are and how they're constructed. Now they're not identical twins, so it's not it's not that type of thing where it's just they're just the same team, but it is fascinating how just how similar they are in a lot of different ways, and and I just that's just been so like I just keep looking at this matchup, I keep looking at this breakdown, I keep looking at the different parts of this game, and I, and I keep saying to myself, Man, these teams are just so similar. And that's what I want to dive into. And I'm going to start off strength on strength. The Notre Dame off defense and the Clemson defense. And I and the reason that it really got me thinking to do it this way is I had someone reach out to me on DM who, who DMs me a lot, someone I respect, someone I, who's, whose opinion I value and whose conversation I value, which is why I always respond to them, you know, says to me, you know, hey, I, I, don't, I, don't, I just don't feel good about – basically I don't feel good about this game because I don't trust the Notre Dame offense against this Clemson defense. And and I wanted to be like, well, doesn't Notre Dame's defense, isn't Notre Dame's defense pretty good too? And and Clemson's offense should have some concerns as well when you compare the two. And so 
that's what I wanted to dive into is, is to look at, you know, Notre Dame's Clemson's considered this great defensive football team with all these NFL players. And, and it's true, but Notre Dame's defense is not getting the love it should for how good it is right now. And, and that's what I want to dive into and, and look at. And, and this is the strength on strength, not strength versus strength, but strengths of both teams. And when you look at Notre Dame this season, their success largely has been because of the defense and the offense hasn't always done what it needed to do. And when you compare these two teams, Notre Dame versus Clemson, Notre Dame ranks 10th in college football in scoring defense. Clemson ranks 21st. Now, part of that is the fact that Clemson has given up touchdowns in, in other ways. They have it's not just you know, the, the defense hasn't given up all those all those points is basically the moral of the story. And I, I believe they've given up three touchdowns this season. They've given up two pick sixes this season. They've given up a fumble return for a touchdown this season as well. And teams have also had success getting into shorter fields against this Clemson team. If you take away those 21 points that they've given up just directly, just those 21 points, and then you know that drops Clemson down to 18.4 points per game, which puts them in a little bit of a little bit of a different stratosphere, obviously from a scoring defense standpoint. But it's not; it's just not just that that would rank them 20th. It's that also they've had to deal with short fields and and things along those lines. Because as you see, teams don't move the ball on Clemson. You know they they're only giving up 266.3 yards per game this season. And when you look at their defense, it's it's not like they've got some some really bad games that they've had but it's balanced by some other bad games they've been just pretty steady all year in my opinion and and you're looking at Clemson's to, you know total defense numbers the they've yet to give up 400 yards of offense to anyone this season their highest mark they've allowed is 362 point or 362 excuse me which they gave up to Miami the highest yards per play they've allowed all year is 5.8, which they gave up to Duke. Next highest is 5-5 five, five against Florida State and then 5-1 against Miami. So only three teams have gone over five. If you look at Notre Dame, they have also not given up more than 300 or four, given up 400 yards a game this year. The most they allowed was 366, which is four more than the most that Miami's given up. And they gave that up against Ohio State. Their next is 330 or 344 is next. 330 is next. 322 and and uh, so they they obviously have had more some success that way. Now, an interesting way to look at this too is I like to look at things with you take FBS games out of the equation, and when you take the FBS games out of the equation, so Charleston Southern for Clemson and Notre for Notre Dame, uh, um, Tennessee State, the numbers are almost identical. And it, it again, it's really fascinating. Clemson against FBS opponents only is giving up two hundred and ninety four point six yards per game. Notre Dame is giving up 295.4 yards per game. That's a 0.08 difference between the two teams, which is just absolutely fascinating when you when you look at this matchup. It really is interesting. When you look at the yards per play, so they rank ninth and 10th in that regard. If you look at yards allowed per play, Clemson ranks 12th, Notre Dame's 14th against FBS-only teams. Clemson has given up 4.6. Well, actually, 4.59. Notre Dame has given up 4.65. So they're very, very similar teams when it when you look at how they've played. Because Clemson held South Carolina or Charleston Southern to 73 yards. And, and that obviously has really inflated their numbers. Notre Dame gave up 156 to Tennessee State. Now, here, here's where Notre Dame has, has had some more dominant moments. You know, Notre Dame held Navy to under 200 yards. Clemson has not held any FBS teams to under 200 yards, but they did hold NC State. To 202 this past weekend in a loss. Notre Dame's next lowest after the Navy game is 255, which it held Pitt to this past weekend. So very, very similar between these two teams. And a big part of this game, the reason it matters is because a big part of this game is going to be which defense can play the best, which defense can make the most stops. When you look at the total offense and the scoring defense numbers, they're similar. Clemson's defense is giving up you know, is ranks about giving up about 18 points a game, just them alone. Notre Dame is, is obviously in, in a situation where they are 15.3, so they're better. Their total yards are almost identical against FBS opponents. Clemson is like slightly better by less than a full yard, less than a barely over half of a yard per play. Third down defense, Clemson's got the edge 
in this one compared to Notre Dame. Red zone defense, Notre Dame's got a big edge. Notre Dame has the number two red zone defense in college football, the number five red zone touchdown defense. If you if that number looks familiar, that nine for 25, it's because it doesn't change. It didn't change from last week. Pitt never got into the red zone last week. And then turnovers gained. That's another area where Notre Dame has, has, has had a has a big advantage compared to Clemson. Whereas Clemson, on, on their part, has been a, a much better at limiting big plays this season. So there's so many different similarities between these two teams that makes us just a fascinating matchup. And it, and you see it go through all different parts of it. You know, you, There's play areas where Notre Dame is better and areas where Clemson is better. Uh, rush defense, Clemson has the edge. Their run defense has been better this season. They have given up 99.1 yards per game. Notre Dame has given up 121.39. This season, if you look at it from the standpoint of against FBS-only teams, Clemson still has the edge. Uh, Clemson right now against FBS-only opponent against only FBS opponents uh, is not quite as good as they are here. They rank 24th, 111.6 yards per game. Notre Dame is still 36th at 125.4. So Notre Dame, uh, their, their improvement is not as significant if you take out the FCA, FCS game against uh, against Tennessee State and then Charleston Southern. If you look at yards per rush against FBS-only opponent teams, Clemson is ranked 27th. Notre Dame is 37th. So Clemson is still better no matter how you look at it. And a big part of that is, honestly, Clemson's been more disruptive. That that That's a big part of it. Now, the total, the, the t- tackles for loss, the raw number, the 47 for Notre Dame, the 61 for Clemson, that's the overall number. The rank is for tackles for loss per game. So Notre Dame ranks 94th in tackles for loss because Notre Dame still played one more game than most teams. Clemson ranks 12th. That's been the big difference this year. Clemson Clemson has allowed fewer big plays. Part of that is because they've played fewer games. But even on average, uh, if they played the same number as Notre Dame, you'd, you'd have to bump them up one to seven. It'd be like six point something. You'd have to bump it up to seven. And then Notre Dame has given up eight. So very similar there. That's a raw number because no, it, it, that's closer than the ranking because, again, that's a raw number ranking. Notre Dame has played more games than most teams. Notre Dame has played more games than Clemson. So if you if you do Clemson's uh, ranking and you add a game to or the number you add a game to it, it's 6.75. She'd so round it up to seven, essentially. And so it's very close there. Neither neither give up big plays in the run game. But Clemson has had the better run game, and, and that's going to that's gonna matter here in a little bit when I start breaking it down to you. But you can see that the Clemson run defense it has been better than Notre Dame's. It, it, what is interesting, too, though, is there are, some, there are some similar matchups. They've played similar teams, and they've played two similar teams. And, and I think the run defense numbers are, are kind of interesting for that one. When you look at, at, at Clemson against Duke, Duke rushed for 199 yards against Clemson, 189 yards against Notre Dame, which is obviously very similar. Against uh, so Notre Dame actually allowed 10 fewer yards, but over almost two fewer yards in that game. So uh, Clemson went for 6.6 yards. Excuse me, Duke went for 6.6 yards against Clemson. They only went for uh, 4.7 against Notre Dame. So that's advantage Notre Dame in that particular matchup. If you look at NC State and how the NC State offense was against Notre Dame, the NC State offense rushed for 84 yards. They only rushed for 64 against against Clemson. And they went for 2.8 yards against Notre Dame. They went to 2.5 against Clemson. So if you look at the two together, Notre Dame and Clemson are very similar in yards per play, but Notre Dame has a much better advantage in, in uh, yards per attempt in those against those two opponents. The other thing to, to take into consideration also is that is the quality of the opposition. And when you when you look at Notre Dame, neither team has really played a lot of great rushing teams, although Notre Dame has played Navy, which ranks 16th. If you look at, uh, at Notre Dame's schedule, obviously two similar teams. North Carolina State ranks 15th. They've both played that team. Uh, Duke ranks 37th. They've both played that team. Central Michigan play ranks 63rd in rushing offense. Uh, Ohio State ranks 93rd in rushing offense, which is just fascinating to me. I still find that just wild. Louisville ranks 33rd. USC ranks 71st. And Pitt ranks 115th. Then if you look at the Clemson schedule this season, uh, they have played Duke, which we talked about. Florida Atlantic ranks 103rd. 
Florida State ranks 53rd this year in rush offense. Syracuse ranks 81st in rush offense. Wake Forest ranks 85th in rush offense. And Miami this season ranks 32nd in rush offense. And then, of course, they played NC State. So it's a very similar schedule with the exception of Notre Dame played the triple option team. That's really the big difference because Louisville and Miami are almost identical in in numbers. Uh, Miami ranks averages 183.8 rushing yards per game. Louisville's at 183.5. So neither team has been overly tested, but Notre Dame has been tested a little more because of the triple option. But that testing doesn't equate or doesn't justify the fact that Notre Dame's giving up over 20 yards more per game. And so I show that to say neither team has been really challenged by a lot of really good rushing teams. Notre Dame did better against Duke. Clemson did better against CNC State. That's a wash. But overall, with all the context, Clemson's had the better rush defense this season. Pass defense is a lot harder to evaluate who's better. This is really the, the area where they're the most similar. And when you look at Notre Dame this season, uh, and this is where context to me gives Notre Dame the edge, which we'll, which we'll dive into here in a second. You know, Notre Dame this season ranks fourth nationally in, uh, in fewest yards allowed per game. Clemson ranks ninth. Notre Dame is seventh in yards per attempt. Clemson is sixth. Notre Dame ranks 30th in yards allowed per completion. Clemson ranks ninth. So in, that, in those top three categories, Clemson has the edge in two. Notre Dame has the edge in one total numbers. You look at uh, touchdowns, fewest touchdowns allowed. Notre Dame has allowed two fewer touchdowns despite playing one more game. Notre Dame has intercepted over twice as many interceptions, has over twice as many interceptions. They rank fifth in fewest touchdowns allowed, third in interceptions. Clemson ranks 13th in fewest touchdowns allowed, 71st in interceptions. Notre Dame ranks third in lowest in in completion percentage against. Clemson ranks 22nd. Notre Dame ranks third in pass efficiency defense, and Clemson ranks 12th. Notre Dame ranks 13th in fewest big plays allowed, 30-plus. Clemson allows has allowed six. They rank eighth. Now, again, if you add that together, or if you if you take Clemson's average and then Notre Dame's average, it's it's they're both at seven because they've played the extra game, and then neither team's been great at getting sacks. This is an area where Clemson has seen the biggest drop from where they've been in the past. They've usually been a team very good at creating sacks, and this year they have just not been good at creating sacks. So that's an area where where they're going to have to get better moving forward, and we'll see if they're able to to make that happen. So this part of the matchup is really imp- Im- Im- really interesting. And I'm going to dive into some context here in a second and show you that why, even though it's very close in numbers, why Notre Dame, to me, has been the better pass defense so far this season. So I, I think context matters, and I'm I'm a big fan of that. I think it's easy to just take numbers and and spin them, and and I like numbers. I've I'm always been a fan of numbers. My issue has always been people misuse numbers, people abuse numbers, people refuse to look at proper context and and say, hey, this should be something that's taken into account. So when you look at Notre Dame, for example, and and you're breaking down the pass game numbers, if you're trying to make an argument for uh for for Clemson, you could say, well, look. Notre Dame plays Navy, right? Navy is 132nd out of 132 teams when it comes to passing offense. I'm like, okay, that that's fair. But then I would argue on the on the opposite end that you know Florida State right now is the I believe the best pass offense that that Ohio that Florida State has played this year. If or I mean, excuse me, that Clemson has played this year so far. Clemson, uh, you look at the teams they've played. Duke is 115th in passing offense. Notre Dame has also played them. NC State's 107th in passing offense. Notre Dame has also played them. Uh, they've also played Florida Atlantic, who who uh, who ranks. Um, let's see here. Uh, uh, Florida Atlantic ranks 68th in passing offense. They played Florida State, who ranks 26th in passing offense. So that's a good team. That's a good pass offense that they faced. They play Syracuse, who ranks 77th in pass offense. Wake Forest, who ranks 101st in pass offense they play miami they uh that's miami of ohio they play the miami hurricanes who rank 38th in pass offense and then of course this plat past week and they played nc state so they play two top 40 pass offenses no top 25 pass offenses so 
okay, how does that equate to no, and actually only only two top 70 passing offenses. Then you look at Notre Dame. Notre Dame has played Navy. Yes, that helps Notre Dame's case. Notre Dame has also played number seven USC. They've also played number 15 Ohio State. So Notre Dame has played two top 15 passing offenses. And when you look at the the entirety of the Notre Dame schedule and you and you look at the, the teams they've played, yes, like Clemson, they've played some lower-ranked teams, NC, Navy, NC State, uh, Duke, and Central Michigan. But Notre Dame has the advantage because they've also played three pretty good pass offenses. They've played uh, the two that I mentioned and then Louisville. Well, if you look at Louisville's numbers, Louisville right now ranks in the 40s. They rank 43rd in pass offense. Well, a big part of the reason that Louisville ranks third in pass offense is because of Notre Dame holding them to 145 yards. If you look at Louisville's numbers on the season, even if you include the Duke game, where they only pass for 117 yards against Duke, if you just take out the Notre Dame game and look at where Louisville is from a number standpoint, I'm going to do the math here real quick. Notre Dame held them to 145 yards. And if you look at Louisville, that they would then still average 281.7 on the season, which ranked them 29th. So their number's even lower because they played Notre Dame. And then Notre Dame held Ohio State about 35 yards below their season average in passing. And they held NC State or USC to over 130. Actually, when you look at it, it's about 130. Let's see what they have. 129 right now, over 100, about 140 from where they are against everyone not named Notre Dame. And then, as I said, even just taking Louisville for where it is now, they held Louisville to over 100 yards below their season average. And so that's where I where I would make the case that for, for Clemson, that gives Notre Dame, to me, the advantage in that game because they were able to hold them to where when you look at Florida State, for example, Florida State passed for more yards against Clemson than they than they average on the year. Florida State averages 285 yards per game they pass for 289 against Clemson, right? And then Miami, Florida averages, let's see here, 272 yards on the season. They were held 151. So that's similar to the USC game. Well, the difference is, is Notre Dame held Ohio State to 35 below and then and Florida State went over. So even if you look at how they did against the two best teams they played, uh, Notre Dame has a clear advantage. But this is two great parts of this game. And you've got very similar cornerback rooms stylistically. Sheridan Jones is very similar to Benjamin Morrison in size, a little thicker because he's older. Nate Wiggins and Cam Hart are both tall, skinny, you know, really sticky cover guys. You know, good safety rooms, but not elite safety rooms by any stretch talent-wise. You know, Andrew Makuba is a really good football player, just like Xavier Watts is a really good football player. Jalen Phillips is a smart, heady, veteran, fifth-year guy, a lot like DJ Brown. So uh, they're very similarly constructed. They're very similar from a ranking standpoint. And it's going to come down to which of these units is going to play the best against an offensive unit that's struggling. And that's where you kind of get into the next part of the ranking, which I'll get into here in a second when you compare the offensive sides. Overall, this is where Notre Dame has a huge advantage is you start getting into offense, right? So we broke down how the defense is ranked. They're very comparable in a lot of ways. Just on paper alone, Notre Dame has a significant advantage here. And this is the part of the matchup that I don't think enough Notre Dame fans are taking into account when they have doom and gloom about this game. Doesn't mean that Notre Dame can't lose. They can. Clemson can beat Notre Dame. But when you talk about they both bring great defenses to the table, I just showed you the stats to break that down. But when you look at the offenses, Notre Dame has a clear advantage. In, in from an offensive standpoint, obviously Notre Dame ranks 12th in scoring offense. Clemson ranks 64th. They're very similar in total yards. Notre Dame ranks 41st with 427.9 yards. Clemson ranks 49th at 416.6. But Notre Dame ranks 10th in yards per play, and Clemson ranks 50, 80th in yards per play. Notre Dame is at seven, and Clemson is at is at uh, is at five and a half. And so you ask, well, well, how can that be? Well, Clemson on the season in eight games has ran 606 plays. Notre Dame on the season has ran 553. So Notre Dame has ran 53 fewer plays than Clemson, but they have uh, one more game. Well, why is that? Because Clemson is not a big play offense. Clemson on the season in eight games has 14 plays of 30 yards or more. That ranks them 90th in college football. 
Uh, Notre Dame on the season uh, ranks 25th or ranks 13th in in most yards for uh, most big plays of 30 yards or more. They rank uh, this season. Notre Dame ranks uh, has had 25. So that's a very clear advantage to to where they've done. And then you ask, well, you know, they rank 49th in yards, but only 64th in points. Well, that's go down to the bottom. That's where that comes into account. They're not very good in the red zone and they are not a very good, they do not protect the football. That that's been the big Achilles heel for Clemson because it's, it's, it's actually kind of weird when you, you look down at their, their red zone number, for example, example, and you look at the Clemson red zone offense. Notre Dame's actually been a pretty decent red zone team. They only rank 41st in, in, in red zone, total red zone percentage, but they're 16th in red zone touchdown percentage. So that's obviously the percentage of, of, um, of times when you get in the red zone, you convert them to touchdowns. I didn't put the Clemson number on there. Clemson ranks, let's see here, Clemson ranks 99th in red zone touchdown percentage. But here's the interesting thing. If you look at Notre Dame in nine games, Notre Dame has gotten into the red zone 34 times. Clemson in eight games has gotten into the red zone 41 times. So like, that's the thing is that's the concern is because Clemson is very good at getting into the scoring zone. They actually rank seventh in college football in most trips into the red zone, partly because their offense can move the ball at a decent level. And the other part is because their defense gives them short fields. So Clemson's actually been able to get into the red zone quite a lot. And they just, they turn the ball over. They've had some special teams issues this season. I mean, if if we're going to be honest about it, that's been a bit of an Achilles heel for them. They missed a 29-yard field goal against against Duke. I mean, against Florida State with a chance to win. They're 7 of 14 on field goal attempts. They've missed half their field goals, which is a big part of the problem. And I know Notre Dame didn't start off real well when it comes to making field goals. Spencer Schrader at one point in time was, was below 50% as well, but he's obviously settled in lately. He's now 10 of 15. So I think at one point in time he was like 4 of 9. And he's obviously really settled in over, over, over the stretch. Yeah, see, they were, he was three. See, he was three of seven through the Ohio State game. In the last four games, he's gone seven of eight. So he's settled in, but Clemson still continues to have to have issues when it comes to comes to their place kicking. And they even missed they missed a field goal against NC State. They've actually missed at least one field goal in in all but one game that they've that they've played this season. They missed two against Duke. They, uh, I'm sorry, two games. They did not miss a field goal against Charleston Southern. They missed one against Florida Atlantic, missed one against Florida State, was a game winner, missed one against Syracuse, missed one against Wake Forest, missed one against my against NC State. They went two for two against Miami, one for one against, Char- against Charleston Southern. So that's been a big part of their issues as well. But So they can move the ball, and that's why the Notre Dame defense can't just come out and just assume they're just going to – shut down a struggling Clemson offense. They have to do to Clemson what everybody else has done, which is force turnovers. That's going to be the big key. Get them into third and longs, force turnovers. Don't let them get touchdowns. Don't give up big plays. The things that they're not good at, don't let them be good at. That's going to be a big part of the success for Notre Dame in this game. Let's get into the more detailed aspects of it. Rushing offense. Clemson this season is a better – actually, that is a – that's the 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 other stat. Let me see. Get here. Here, where's it at? Here we go. These no, that's not it either. All right, I did do not have that graph. Let me pull it up here real quick, and I'll just read it to you guys. So that's on me. I thought I had that graph pulled up. Let me just see here real quick. Gonna give me one second, everybody. I'm gonna pull this one down and see if I did in fact pull up the proper graphics so yes i did i copied that wrong so if you just give me one second i will pull up the right graph i will get that sucker up there so we can look at it and keep breaking this down because i do think it is a fascinating part of this matchup so if you look at the rush offenses here we go let me get the notre dame rush offense on there and then we will have this bad boy ready to compare because it is a really fascinating statistic when you compare the two teams and again as i say just how similar they really are it really is a fascinating part of this matchup uh when you compare the areas where notre dame struggles there where clemson struggles are a lot of times similar where they're strong is very similar 
So I'm going to get this part, this bad boy up on there. So just give me one second. See, this is where you got to proof your work and not get it done at the last second. And then you'll be all right. So let me add this one in there here and get rid of the previous rush one. Gonna. All right. So we'll just go ahead and pull that bad boy up. Zoom to fit. And here we go. We are back at it. So this is a look at the rush offenses. Very similar numbers. Notre Dame averages 164.1 per game. Clemson's at 157.6. Very similar. Notre Dame has been much better. Well, not much better, but better in yards per attempt. Uh, that They're 29th in yards per attempt. Clemson is 64th. Notre Dame has 18 rushing touchdowns in nine games. Clemson has 14 in eight games. Notre Dame ranks has the 13 big plays. So Notre Dame has been a slightly better big play team. Uh, Clemson is average is getting eight per game. So if Clemson played as many games as Notre Dame, they'd have nine. Notre Dame is still better. They rank 83rd in, in runs of 20 yards or more. The big difference is that second to bottom number tackles for loss allowed that the, so the, the first number is the raw number. The ranking is the per game number. So Notre Dame ranks 11th in the college football at limiting tackles for loss. Clemson ranks 98th. Now, here's why that matters, because no, Clemson has a very disruptive rush defense, and this goes back up to what we talked about before. This is the rush defense. It's Notre Dame ranks – it's almost an identical flip. So Clemson ranks 12th in college football in – actually, I actually have that one down here. We have that stat. That's the, that's the previous one, right? So here's the Notre Dame rush defense against the Clemson rush offense. You can see the exact flip right there, and I'll dive more into that here in a little bit. But when you look at the rushing offenses, Notre Dame is very good at limiting yards allowed per rush. Clemson is very good at creating tackles for loss. And then you have the comparison of the pass offenses. Again, very similar raw numbers. Clemson, Notre Dame ranks 44th in passing yards per game at 263.8. Clemson is at 259.0. Notre Dame is, is much better when you dive into the overall numbers, however. And this is this again, this comes down to attempts. This comes down to opportunities. You know, Clemson obviously is a, a has a pass offense. It's very much, I wouldn't call it dink and dunk. I don't think that does it justice. Uh, but there it just it's a lot of quick game. And when you compare the two teams this season. Clemson on in uh, in keep in mind Notre Dame has played one more game than Clemson. So Clemson has played 8 games, Notre Dame has played 9. I'll pull this up right here. In 8 in 9 games, Notre Dame has attempted 253 passes. In 9 in 8 games, so one fewer game, Clemson has attempted 309 passes. In 9 games, Notre Dame has, has completed 167 yard passes. Clemson has only completed 200. Now, despite the, or, or excuse me, uh, Clemson has completed 200 in eight games, not only, but they've completed 200 in eight games. Notre Dame is only at 167 in nine games. So obviously the, the yards per game are similar, but when you look at Notre Dame and, and you look at the, the dive into it, again, it's an, it's an opportunity thing. Notre Dame ranks eighth in yards per attempt. Clemson ranks 93rd in yards per attempt. Notre Dame ranks 16th in yards per completion. Clemson ranks um, 121st. Notre Dame gets a lot of touchdowns in the past game, 20, 21, which ranks 10th. A little bit skewed. A lot of teams that are around them have, have played eight games, so they'll drop a little bit once everybody gets even on numbers. But I promise you this, it's not Clemson's still not going to be close. Uh, Notre Dame and Clemson both have five, turno- five t- interceptions. Notre Dame's obviously played one more game. Notre Dame ranks 25th in completion percentage. Clemson's at 33rd. But Notre Dame ranks third in pass efficiency. Clemson ranks 71st. And this is the other area. Again, it's just like the run game. The biggest difference between Notre Dame and Clemson is twofold. Notre Dame rips off a lot of big plays. Clemson doesn't. Notre Dame uh, is uh, doesn't turn the ball over. Clemson turns the ball over. That's the biggest difference in this game, which is why the defensive matchup is so important. So important is which defense can still play their game against these struggling, well, I don't say struggling offenses, but offenses that haven't been as good as their defenses. 
with Notre Dame, the, the, the story is a bit of it is a bit interesting because when you look at Notre Dame's raw numbers offensively, it's actually really impressive. I mean, Notre Dame right now ranks 12th in scoring and 10th in yards per play. And even if you take away Notre Dame's non-offensive touchdowns, and they've had quite a few this season, uh, Notre Dame is still a, a better offense than Clemson. So Notre Dame has a kick return and a punt return for touchdowns this season. They have two pick sixes and two fumble returns for touchdowns this season. Now, one of them, so that's six touchdowns. They missed an extra point on one. So even if you take away those points, Notre Dame, oops, excuse me, I did, uh, I did divide instead of. Notre Dame is at is that still at thirty? Um, hold on a second, that's not correct. Give me a second. It is Notre Dame is at thirty three point eight points per game. Just the offense. So taking away, you know, all the all the scores that they've had on the other side of the ball, that's that's still pretty good. Uh, it's still if you if you and you still compare it to Clemson, it's it's still better than Clemson because Clemson this season on the, with everything included. Uh, ranks is, is averaging 28.8 points per game and Clemson to me uh, let me see here let me look at Clemson's numbers no kick returns no punt returns they do have two pick sixes and um, on the season so if you look at Clemson's numbers on offense uh, let's see here Clemson has scored 230 points this season if you take away the two that they got off um off defense, they're averaging 27. So Notre Dame is still a touchdown better offensively than Clemson, just looking at the offense alone. And that factors into where they are. And then, of course, when you take into context of the teams that they've played, that also factors into it. Notre Dame, in, in my opinion, and statistically it's it's backed up, Notre Dame has played a much better schedule this year. Notre Dame right now plays has played the number eight scoring defense in college football and the number two scoring defense in college football the number 19 scoring defense in college football. Looking at Clemson, I'm looking at the rankings here, Clemson played number eight, Duke, and then number 20, Florida State. So they've played three or two top top 25 scoring defenses. Notre Dame has played three. Now Miami does rank 30th in there, so they do have three top 30 defenses that they've played. But uh, when, when you look at the rest of their schedule, Florida Atlantic, ranks 55th, Wake Forest ranks 58th, uh, in North Carolina State, who they've both played actually. So that that th- those are one of those uh, ones that are washed. They rank 47th this season, and whereas Notre Dame has played, in my opinion, a, a tougher slate when it comes to scoring defenses. Pitt, Pittsburgh was a, a team that was a you know ranked much higher in, in scoring defense prior to playing Notre Dame. So again, Notre Dame's about a touchdown better against a slightly tougher slate of defensive football teams. But this, to me, is the matchup that's going to have the biggest impact, is which offense can play the best against the other really good defense. That's what it's going to come down to. And all these numbers for Notre Dame don't mean a hill of beans because against the better defenses, Notre Dame has not been able to score. They have not been able to get the points they need. So when you look at the the teams that they've played that rank in the top 30, in 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 total in scoring defense, Notre Dame scored 14 points against Ohio State, 21 points against Duke, and 20 points against Louisville. So they're playing a Clemson team that, to me, is on par with that. Again, Clemson is a right now ranks 38th in scoring defense, but that's a lot because of their other sides of the ball. Their defense only gives about 18 points a game. You look at Clemson; they've actually outscored. In some instances, they or they've done better. In those instances, they the best uh, Duke held them to seven, right? But again, what was the reason why turnovers? They had a fumble with the at first and goal at the one yard line. They fumbled a ball and gave to Duke. They fumbled against Miami going in, so they scored twenty points against Miami overall, seventeen in regulation. That includes fumbling at the one yard line, actually about the one inch line, fumbling and giving them the football. And so Notre Dame has to be aware that yes, their numbers are not great scoring, but they it's because they turn the ball over. If you don't force turnovers, then they're going to be able to score more points. When you look at the other good defenses they've played, uh, Notre Dame 18, or Louisville has given up 18 a game. Notre Dame has scored 20. 
Duke has only given up 15 points a game. Notre Dame only scored 21. So Ohio State's giving up 10 points per game. Notre Dame only scored 14. Whereas Clemson was six points ahead of where Florida State was. Right, so Clemson scored was at twenty four points against Wake against Florida State. Florida State's only given up eighteen a game. What was the other team? Miami has given up twenty points per game. Clemson only scored seventeen in regulation, but that included fumbling at the one yard line. So, so my point is not to 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 say that that Notre Dame's offense isn't better. It's just that both of these teams have struggled very similarly against the best defenses on the schedule. That's the point of, of, of what I'm breaking down here. And that's where this, this matchup becomes really big because Notre Dame can't afford to have another game like that. They're going to have to be better against this team. Now let me get down here to the, the last couple things that I want to break down as far as the, the matchups that are going to have the biggest impact in whether or not Notre Dame can shut down the Clemson offense and whether the Notre Dame offense can move the ball and score on the Clemson defense. There's two matchups to talk about. Number one, Notre Dame pass offense against the, against the Clemson pass defense. Now here's the thing that we all know is true. And this is where I say, I could sit here and tell you guys and gals, you look at the numbers, Notre Dame's pass offense is every bit as good as the Clemson pass defense because Notre Dame ranks eighth in yards per attempt, 16th in yards per completion, 10th in touchdowns, ninth in passer rating, 17th in big plays allowed. They're going to be just fine against Clemson's really good pass defense. Well, you know, if you just look at the raw numbers and, and the rankings, that's true. Everything I said to you is just true with the exception of the conclusion. And the reason I say that is because we broke this down last week. Notre Dame has not been as effective throwing the football against the better teams in the schedule. We, we talked about this a week ago against the, against that, in that stretch of games, where between um, Ohio State and Louisville, that three-game stretch against those three teams, and you even actually include, all, you know, yeah, you can even include the USC game in there as far as uh, the numbers being down. Notre Dame was in the six range, high six range in yards per attempt against those four teams. Against Ohio State, they were at 7.0, 7.4 against Duke, 6.7 against Louisville, and only 6.3 against USC. Though their numbers were padded by the great start early in the season, then of course against Pitt this past weekend, Notre Dame was at, was ten point nine against Navy, eleven point four against Tennessee State, eleven point nine against NC State, and then twelve point seven against Central Michigan. So against the inferior defenses, Notre Dame has put up very good numbers. Against the better defenses, Notre Dame has not put up very good numbers, and in fact has put up poor numbers. So what's going to give this weekend? Is it going to be? The overall averages for Notre Dame, taking into context all nine games played against a Clemson pass defense that's just pretty much been good against just about everybody. And when you watch that, when you break down the, the Florida State game, and yes, they gave up 289 passing yards in that game, but but Florida State threw the ball 37 times in that game. They only went for 7.8 yards per attempt. And several of the, the big plays they had were because Keon Coleman and, and Johnny Wilson are really good. Notre Dame hasn't proven that they have any receivers like that. And, and so that's honestly, for me, a, a, a bit of a concern. This matchup's going to be important. You're, you're going to need somebody to step up in the pass game at, at receiver. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. You're going to need Sam Hartman to step up. And, you know, people talk about, I just saw someone in there say, you know, Sam Hartman being 0-4 against Clemson is, is concerning. But it shouldn't concern you. He, he didn't play for his, a team that was nearly as good. But what I like about it is if you want to say, you know, hey, Sam Hartman's got to step up. He has never beaten Clemson. Well, Sam Hartman went 20 of 29 for 337 yards and six touchdowns against Clemson last year. If he plays like he did last year against Clemson, I don't care about anything else in this game. Notre Dame will win this game in a blowout, a blowout. Because what's the difference is, is his defense, I can promise you, is not going to give up 51 points. Like the Clem, like the Wake Forest defense did last year, so the 0 four part is irrelevant. Sam Hartman has had some success against Clemson, whereas against Louisville and NC State, he hadn't really had a ton of success against those teams. Not not like he he turned the ball over a lot against Louisville. He'd thrown four interceptions in the last two seasons against Louisville. Uh, against NC State, he'd thrown six interceptions in the last two years against those teams. Against Clemson, he's had a little bit more success. 
you know, two years ago when they played Clemson, he threw for 320, 312 yards. He went 27 of 43 and threw a touchdown and a pick. And, and uh, they actually, he actually played well in those games. If you go back and break down the game, he actually played well in that game uh, against Clemson two years ago. They scored 27 points. They just gave up 48. Last year, he ripped Clemson apart. Uh, I mean, just absolutely ripped Clemson apart. And, uh, you know, so his, his two most recent, and even if you go to in 2020, he went 11 of 21 for 182 yards in a 37 to 13 game. And he, but he went for 8.7 yards per attempt, which is pretty good. If he goes for eight, seven point yard, 8.7 yards per attempt this year against Clemson, Notre Dame will put up some pretty good numbers. I'm confident of that. So this is a big matchup against a really good secondary for Clemson against the Notre Dame pass offense. And guys are going to have to step up on the other side of the ball. It's about the run game. It comes completely down to the run game. Clemson's been a mediocre rushing team all season. Notre Dame has been a above average rush defense all season. Which unit is going to thrive the most in this game? That's going to go a long way towards determining this game because the Clemson run game, I'll be honest, it scares me a little bit in this game. If you want to talk about anything that really concerns me, something that really gives me pause, it's the Clemson run game. Now, Clemson doesn't have a, a a great run game. They didn't run the ball on Notre Dame last year. They they really didn't. But I watched Clemson play, and, and, and I watch how this team is, and I just can't help but think that they're on the verge of breaking out. It just it, it just it's a it's a thought that just kind of keeps popping into my head about this matchup because when I look at them, you know they 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 ran the ball well against Duke. They just kept turning the ball over. You know, they ran the ball well against Wake Forest. They just turned the ball over. They ran for 207 yards in that game. They had a big run against Flor- against Florida State, a 40, about a 40-something yard run against Florida State that's in the late in the third quarter that set up an opportunity where they've got the ball first down at the 29-yard line going in up a touchdown. You know, if they don't turn the ball over and, and Kate Klubnik doesn't fumble the football and, and lose it and then Florida State runs it back for a touchdown, you know, they, they might have won that game against Florida State, which would have been bigger than any win that Notre Dame has had this season. And when I look at their 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 football team, you know, people are going to talk about, you know, Will Shipley and he's out. But, you know, there, there's a lot more to it than that for me. And and when I really look at it, to me, it's it's more so about it's more so about Clemson's offensive line. Because I thought this unit was going to be a lot better than it's been this season. I'm just going to be honest with you. I really liked that unit coming into the season. I thought that they had a chance to be a really good football team. And when you look at their offensive line, as I showed you earlier, they've got some talented kids up there. They're just young. I mean, Clemson in this game is going to start a redshirt freshman and a true sophomore at offensive tackle. Colin Sadler at left tackle. Notre Dame recruited him, offered him out of high school. They're starting Blake Miller at right tackle. Uh, he's a kid from Ohio. He's a true sophomore. He's a second-year starter. They did have Tristan Lee, who's a former five-star recruit starting at left tackle, but they had a lot of issues at right guard. So they moved Tristan Lee into right ta- right guard, and now they've got Colin Sadler at left tackle. Uh, Marcus Tate is a big kid. So when you and, and then you look at them, Will Putnam's been a really good player for them. You look at their offensive line. They're six six three ten, six five three twenty five, six four three ten, six six three fifteen, and six six three ten across the board. And and so when you look at that, plus the fact that they have talent at running back, even if Will Shipley doesn't play, Phil Moff is a good running back. He's a talented player. He's averaging over six yards a carry this year for Clemson. He's been a, he's been good. Uh, you you look at his you know seventy three carries four hundred thirty nine yards six yards a carry coming off an eighty four yard game five point three yards a, a carry against NC State he did very well there he had ten carries for sixty nine yards against Florida State averaged six point nine yards a carry averaged seven yards a carry on his nine carries against Wake Forest this kid's a good football player so even if Will Shipley doesn't play they're going to have a, a, a player that can go out there and, and have success. They're going to have a kid that can go out there and run the football effectively. And that's what Notre Dame has to be concerned about, in my opinion, is, is even if Will Shipley doesn't play, they're going to have a chance to run the football. It's going to come down to the trenches. It's going to come down to who plays well in the trenches. And to me, that's why this matchup is so important. It's the, uh, Notre Dame, if Notre Dame can shut down the run game, 
and and win the the battle that I'll discuss next, they're going to have a chance to shut the pit run game or the Clemson run game down. If Clemson can't run the football, they can't score on Notre Dame. They just can't. When you look at the bottom, this the second to last uh, comparison there, it's Notre Dame's tackles for loss against Clemson's tackles for loss allowed. Notre Dame in that matchup is that's where they're right on par. Notre Dame ranks 94th nationally in tackles for loss per game. Clemson ranks 98th in tackles uh, tackles for loss allowed per game. They are the exact same team in that regard. That can't happen in this game because what that for Notre Dame they have to they have to basically it's one of those what I would say something has to give moments. They have to be good in that area. They have to make sure that can, that Clemson continues giving up a lot of negatives in the run game. That's such an important part of this matchup. If Notre Dame can't do that in this game, they're, then that's all, That's where Clemson starts getting into situations where their pass game is staying on schedule. They, they can throw play action on second and short because they're getting good runs. They can have success. Uh, you know, getting the quarterback out of the pocket because when they are throwing, it's third and four, which means they can allow uh, Cade Klubnik to use his use his legs to to his advantage. There's a lot that happens if they if Notre Dame can't shut down the run game. If they can't create negatives, it's going to be a lot harder. Now, the good news for Notre Dame is that in recent games they've been a lot better. If you look at their statistics, they're their three of their four best games as far as tackles for loss have happened in their last four games. And the one game that wasn't one of their three, their four best is Louisville. That's because it ties for their, 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 their next best with five against Navy five against Tennessee state. They only had two tackles for loss against Ohio state. They only had four against central Michigan, three against NC state. They weren't good at it. But if you look at the last uh, four games, They've had six, five, eleven, and six in the last four games, and and that's a that's a positive. If you look at sack numbers, again, Notre Dame in the first five games of the year only had seven sacks. They've had eight in the last two games. Now, a lot of that is inflated by the USC game, where they had eleven tackles for loss and six sacks. But they've been multiple sacks in each game, and they have been a lot more disruptive in those games. So the last four games, Notre Dame's averaging seven tackles for loss per game. That would rank them 20th in college football if they were able to do that for an entire season. So that's where this is going to kind of come down to is that right there. You've got to put Clemson in in tougher to manage down in distances because that's where they get in trouble throwing the football. You've got to control the line of scrimmage, create negatives, because that also leads to pressures on the quarterback. If Notre Dame can win the battle in the trenches against a a, a good-sized, relatively talented, but also young Clemson offensive line, they will, I think, win this football game. If they don't, then it allows Clemson to get going because if Clemson gets confidence on offense, they will be much harder to stop. They will. And you can't allow a young but talented football team to get confident. You have to tell, let them know right away, y'all may get right, but it's not going to be today. And that's why those matchups matter. So I'm going to take a little bit of an intermission here, and then we're going to we're going to play the uh, the theme music here for a little bit. And I'm going to show prep for the next section, which is going to be looking at the the game records and who are the players that can carry out all the things that we were just talking about in the battles that Notre Dame has to win. So while I'm doing this and the music is playing, if y'all could do me a little favor and hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell share this podcast, and it'll be about a minute or so that I'm going to allow this to run. That is enough time for you to go sign up for the message board at boards.osbreakdown.com. If you go there, hit log in, it'll see it right there. You can seriously get, it's that quick. You can get signed up if you go to boards.osbreakdown.com for a membership and the time it'll take for me to quickly do this little short intermission and be back and be ready for part two of the Irish Breakdown podcast. (laughs) 